Episode 6 of the Flagrant Fans coming at you today. We are talking about the amazing Kyrie Irving trade, or not so amazing if you're Jason Bourne. We're continuing our season preview with the Pacific Division. Um, halftime is our new segment where we're going to ask yes and no questions. You guys need to guess a player that I'm thinking of with just yes Kevin or no questions. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> um, after that, we'll continue our season preview with a couple more teams from the Pacific Division. In our second edition of I Got Five on it. With the Playoff Hero edition. We're looking forward to you guys listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are brought to you today by Tucker Punch Productions and their soon-to-be statistically number two, number two in everyone's heart show, Tuck and Run. I'm here. My name is Craig. I am your host. I'm here with Jay and Kyle. We are missing JJ today. Um, I'm honestly not really sure why. I think he's. I think he got a, he got a little bit of the... Uh, I don't even know. What does he have? Vaginitis. Yeah. Vaginitis. That's We good. weren't paying him enough. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he went to a competitor. You know, he, right. he comes here, he drinks our beer, and he goes home, and that wasn't enough for him. I don't get it. You can follow us all on Twitter. You can find me at Craig Master Flex. You can find Jay at Point God 34 Kyle at Bob, B-A underscore Jones 34. Bob Jones. Anyways. And <laughs> the podcast in general, at The Flagrant Fans. So like I said, today we are talking about the Kyrie Irving trade. Love to get right into it. Let me just see how you guys have been doing the past 72 hours. Last show was uh, the last show was the last show, man. That was a little bit of a struggle. It to was get the through. last show. We, we did a little too much Sunday fun day there. I disagree with yeah, that. I disagree too. Yeah. Well, what nobody knows, and I'm not even sure if Kyle knows this, but after the show, we actually went to the park behind the house where we tape at. Started playing basketball. We got a little bit competitive there. It Me was. and Jay were in our flip flops, so we we're at a blatant disadvantage. Even though Jay won, JJ Shocker. JJ's not here, so you know what? We're not even going to talk about how he did. But he, he airballed a lot. Came in last. Um, JJ, we love you and all, but you know you, you fucking bailed on us, so we're going to talk some shit about yeah, you. Yeah, so you saw it. I, I have a confession <laughs> though. I came in last. No, but JJ's, JJ's the last in our hearts, so. though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like Utah came in last when uh, Gordon Hayward hit free agency, so take that. All right, so 72 hours were away from each other, and all of a sudden the sports world just explodes. You have news in boxing, you have news in MMA, you have NFL news happening. Biggest thing of all, the thing taking over the world right now is the Kyrie Irving Isaiah Thomas trade to the Celtics. We admittedly talk way too much about the Celtics. We don't. Not enough. Or, you know, <laughs> or not enough, depending on where your uh, loyalties lie. However, this is just shaking up the NBA landscape. Um, Kyle, let me, what, was, what was your instant reaction to this? Honestly, I was like blown away. Like, first of all, when do trades go down in August in the history of NBA? Like, Especially the end of August. It's so odd, the timing of it all. Um, my instant reaction is I think it's a win for both teams, honestly. I think the Celtics, you know, in my, in my opinion, I think they could have not traded the Nets the next pit. Besides that, man, there's not really much too, too much to nitpick on, I think. I love it, man. 20, you're talking about Kyrie Irving's 25 and he wants to resign with the Celtics. I wasn't the hugest fan of signing Isaiah Thomas. Honestly, to a max contract at 30 with a bad hip. Uh, I mean, that's that's what my head's at anyways. What do you think, Jay? I, I go the other way on this. Um, I'm, full disclosure, I'm 5'4". Isaiah Thomas is 5'9", generous 5'9". 5'6". So, so I'm very, very happy with him. And he was like my, my guy on the Celtics, and I loved his heart. King of the fourth, right? He was He was that guy, and everyone's talking about Kyrie and his clutch scoot, uh, shooting, but 
Isaiah Thomas was a pretty good player in, in his own right, and we did give up that Brooklyn, Brooklyn pick. I don't care about that, really. I, I feel like we needed to cash in on that. Um, but giving up Crowder, giving up uh, Zizic, it just, to me, it seems like more of a lateral move than, than anything. And um, they're both minus defenders, and I, I don't know. It's just... It's, it's, it hurts my heart to, to see Isaiah go. You just have a man crush on him. That's it, right? I do. He's so gorgeous. He's got dimples. Well, that, no, that It's kinda, hard not to have a crush on him, honestly. But no, yeah. But that kind of brings up an age-old adage. You know, he was the heart and soul of this team. And you kind of have to wonder where that's going to come from. And that's no knock on Kyrie Irving. <laughs> He's a fiery player. I mean, him coming to this team is blatantly his will as a player. He wants to be the best. He wants to lead his own team. He's sick of being the little brother. Can't help but respect that. That being said, you can't just walk into a locker room full of veterans. Granted, a lot of them are new veterans, but they were coming into a culture where they expected some certain aspects to be set. So here's Kyrie coming in later than everybody else. Thank God before training camp comes up. So is Kyrie... Kyrie going to be able to come in as a leader? Is he going to be able to assert his will? Or, I mean, he's a young guy, too. I mean, you got veteran leaders like Gordon Hayward and... Careful what you ask for, Kyrie. This is what you want, right? You want to be the, you want to be the guy No, but he's, the he's amped, though. He's amped to he be He is Celtic. amped and good. Like, and he listen, should be, dude. This isn't Cleveland, bro. This is Boston. Like, we'll get on you. If yeah. you don't perform well, if, you're, if you don't have the personality, if you don't, can't deal with fans, we'll get on you. We don't give a... We don't give a fuck if you play well or not, right? Yeah. You have to be able to be that guy, all right? So if you want to be that guy and he wanted to be that guy, yes, very admirable. We, we spoke about it. If you want to be that guy, you better show us because this is Boston. This one, is basketball town. But one thing about Kyrie, man, is this dude's only 25 years old. True. Like, he's just like, I don't know if you guys know this, but Craig Real wrote a blog about it today, so I'm sure you can check into some of that information on, on his Twitter, on Tucker Punch Productions, on his Facebook. You could stalk this guy. You could find him. His info's out there. Just ignore my pictures, please. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I say all I have to say this. Dude's 25 years old, and what is Boston like more than ever at anything? They want winners. The dude wants to win. The dude has a lot of grit. He does, I mean, he's not, he's not the most perfect NBA player. Like He does have his shortcomings. You know, requesting to trade, all that. But if I played with LeBron James, I would want to fuck out of there too. <laughs> would you want to play with that dude? Eagle maniac. Craig touched upon some of those in his blog. Anyways, he, I mean, he's going to step up. In my, in my opinion, it's not lateral at all. I think it's so, like, it's so future oriented because it's not really, if you look at it this year, like, you did kind of rip the heart out of the team. So, I get with the whole sentiment. But if you just look at it just straight by a talent level, Kyrie is more talented, like, in a number of areas, including height. Guess what? Height does matter in the NBA, and length matters a lot. Fuck and you, he's, it, he's a better <laughs> offensive player than IT is. IT, I loved him as well, but... Well, the metric, he, metrics say different, but... Yeah, well... Let's, a, you want to look at last year's who, numbers? But if you had, but look at LeBron James though, and look at the Celtics. The Celtics play a much more efficient ball because of Brad Stevens and because of the, the supporting Cavs versus the Cavs. All LeBron does is is drive and kick. It's not really a team. They just it's everyone just looking at LeBron James. Well, touching touching on points I made last night while uh, Jay finds some defensive stats for us to look up. <laughs> so Kyrie's coming into a situation though where he has a team that is actually put together. He's got a coach that has an actual exactly. offensive system. You know, he's playing with Mike Brown, with um, David Blair. Whatever coach LeBron was it wanted David to Blair? smoke what at the, the time. What the hell is his name? I think David, David Blair Blatt. was a... Blatt. Yeah. Blair was the prime minister, my bad. <laughs> it was Tony Blair, Tony too. Tony Blair, you know, too, yeah. Fuck me, it's easy right? easy to mix them up. <laughs> and now Tyron Lue, who's a puppet. He's a puppet. He's there Yeah, LeBron coaching him. <laughs> and the media session exactly he's there to verbally fillet LeBron James at every corner and probably sometimes physically too I mean you don't have shitty hair like that mm -hmm. like the best moment of Tyron Lue's life was when uh, Allen Iverson stepped over him he got a glimpse up those baggy shorts I don't disagree yeah. with that but I, I do think Tyron Lue is actually a pretty good coach actually yeah, because he, of how he uses Kevin Love not so much LeBron you just James. like him because he's not six feet tall 
He is actually six feet is tall. He, is he six yeah, one? Yeah. You just make it. <laughs> you just made. You just you made the cut. The actually, short guys. I like, do like the short guys. But if you look at and I understand, right? It is a, a move for the future, right? And Kyrie's signed for another two years, so I understand that. And he's twenty five years old. Okay, but if you look at everyone's talking about Kyrie and what he is as an offensive player, what he is as a closer. Isaiah Thomas scored twenty eight point nine points last season. He averaged 5.9 assists last season. Kyrie Irving averaged 25.2 points last season and 5.8 assists last season. That, to me, lets me know, yes, with the size, Kyrie, and and you've said, and and you guys have both said, that it's based on LeBron, uh, LeBron, why his numbers have actually went down. But if you look at it with Kyrie, what he does is he's more of an isolation guy and he sits there and dribbles up, especially when LeBron's outside, you know, uh, not on the court. He's dribbling the ball and he's trying to just break somebody down like it's a, like it's a rucker game. And then it gets to the gets to the hole. So on this point, listen, you're gonna have to play with stars like Gordon Hayward. You're gonna find out as a Celtics fan. You guys are gonna find out that Gordon Hayward is a top fifteen player. No, he's in dirty. This league. Gordon, Hays- Gordon Hayward's also a catch-and-shoot guy, and I think... No, 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 he's not. Well, he has a good shot. He's all-around. Especially, yeah, he's an all-around player. The underrated aspect of all this is not only the fact that, one, that we have an offensive system that's based on motion, but two, we have a high-post big. Not, it's not Tristan Thompson who can barely catch the fucking no, ball. No, I know. You have a high-post big in Al Horford who thrives on cutting drivers. Gordon Hayward spent how much time last season in Utah running the point forward spot? He was like a little Caucasian Scottie Pippen at some points. I mean, this is not the same system. LeBron, yes, great playmaker, but it was very isolation. I mean, their whole offense was isolation focused. Yeah, and to piggyback your point real quick, they don't really have a system. I put more on the efficiency of IT versus Kyrie on the system, on just... Everyone watched LeBron James. Like, they're, they have no fluidity at all in their offense. No, it, was all, it was all space out. And luckily, you know, they're lucky enough to have a roster full of really, really talented players. And that's why a system like that works out. And LeBron handpicked all those people because he knows because that's, that's how LeBron's he wants to play. He's, exactly. the head, he's the head cheerleader. Yeah. He's Regina George. He <laughs> wants to play that way. He wants to drive and kick. Kyrie, Kyrie was Lindsay Lohan. I forgot her name. And LeBron was Regina George, and he got sick of that shit. So now he's off starting his own Mean Girls group. I don't watch the show, so I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's not even a show. It's one of the show. greatest movies of all time. What movie? Mean Girls? Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch that shit. Whatever. I think what Who, you whore? <laughs> I think what's going to have to happen is that Kyrie is going to have to realize that, yes, you can be the guy, but doesn't mean that you have to take the every shot. You know what I mean? He has to be a playmaker. He has to realize that we have... Look, we have a good starting five. Like, it is what it is. We have a really good starting five right now. And we have guys, and Gordon Hayward, and nobody really talks about him, but he's a really good closer as well in terms of the fourth quarter, taking the last shot. So it's going to come down to, all right, well, Kyrie and Gordon on the line, excuse me, uh, on the court, who's taking that last shot? Can Kyrie actually swallow his pride and hand hand that off to Gordon Hayward if he has a better shot? I say, yeah. I say, yeah. he He had to learn it. He had to do it. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think between Gordon Haywood and Kyrie, they're going to have a beautiful dynamic, especially with, uh, damn, Who's, who plays the post? Al Horford. Yeah. Al Horford. Ba- brain fart real quick. Especially with Al Horford, what you're saying with his type of game facilitate, facilitating, like, our lineup works way more beautifully, I think, with Kyrie, just because of his offensive talent. Like, he can get to the basket literally at any time, and put the and True. so couldn't it. But it did have his. He's vertically different. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> shortcomings. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. For real, but for real, our our offense is just gonna flow. I, I in my opinion, I mean that. I think I seen a stat on ESPN that said we only had four four returning players or something like that. Yeah, Terry so Rozier, Jalen Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, and Al Horford. Yeah, not to mention. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in their development too. Like we True. we had literally everything going for us. We had to give up that pick, but we we're gonna have to give up the pick eventually. And in my opinion, out of all the potential people, if you told me before all these trades and everything went down between Paul George, 
Jimmy Butler. Where are some other ones? Who else was on the that's, trade block? That basically rumored. Or I had a choice if you threw Kyrie in there. If you threw AD in there, obviously AD takes the cake. Well, yeah, AD. Yeah. So Him aside. Dream. But I'm saying out of all of those three, who do you prefer out of all those three? Because I still would take Kyrie, especially with his age and his contract. In terms of the youth and the contract, exactly, right? Because both of the – well, I mean, Jimmy has a longer contract, but he's a little bit older. With Kyrie, he's not as good of a fit though, because we already fo- super forward heavy. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It, with, with Kyrie, you, you got to learn that. All right, so offense is one portion of it of the game. Maybe okay, you can score thirty points a game. All right, but you're not going to win all the time scoring thirty points a game. You have to play two ways. He averaged. You have to be a star. Six assists too, almost six yeah. times. Almost that's six, with LeBron that's, James hogging the ball like a monster in there. Going off what Jay said though, that's that's the big concern with the team this season. You know, you lose Avery Bradley, you lose Jay Crowder. Those are your two they were top like defenders. Blue guys. I think Crowder is a little bit overrated, but, you know, who am I to He's say? He's definitely overrated. Well, he, lo- he lost a step last season. Um, that being said, we're looking very much and depending very much on Jalen Brown taking a step forward as a defender. You know, we're hoping essentially that he doesn't go the Andrew Wiggins way as a long athletic wing who gets lost in the shuffle. My defense of that. You know, he's a little bit more of a defensive player. He's not he's not your quintessential offensive player. He's not your guy that's going out there trying to score 25 points a night. Last season, he came up. He developed his shot. This summer, you saw it in summer league. He was turnover happy, but he was handling the ball. He was trying to do things that he wasn't doing in college. Right. So, I mean, I have high hopes for Jalen Brown. I think I have higher hopes for him than Tatum, to be honest with you. Well, Tatum's uh, just Tatum's cracking just, into the league. They take, they take years, man, nowadays. Tatum's really that do. he's a clear cut right right off the bat. He's a clear cut offensive. And guy. you've seen that it's the Cavs the Cavs did want yeah we Tatum said no. in the deal and they said no. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they ended up getting the Brooklyn pick. Like yeah. that has to be how right. go for it, take it. They probably wanted Tatum and then a, a lesser pick, and then the Celtics said no, and then agreed on the Brooklyn pick, which was the right move. Exactly, right. exactly. Because everybody is pretty high on Tatum throughout the league. It seems like right. And the interesting thing about this this uh this trade here, and I. I said in the, in the group text, uh, Kyle, you don't really read those. So nah, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, He's too busy downloading code and sleeping. <laughs> so I got to be stealing shit. With this trade, right, the two major pieces of this, and the Brooklyn pick is the Brooklyn pick. Obviously, everyone, that's the, the mostly highly regarded pick. But honestly, I don't think Brooklyn's going to be as bad. Not as, as last think. year. Right. I think the Lakers might be worse than Brooklyn this year. We'll get to them. As long them. as they're between two and six, I don't give a fuck. We'll get to them. But the thing with these two, the two headliners, right, IT and, and Kyrie, you look at it, IT, the last pick in the 2011 draft, Kyrie Irving, first pick in the 2011 draft. How crazy is that? that that's ironic. No, that's Danny so Ainge ironic. is a beast, though. He just constantly makes moves. Danny Ainge... To to his credit, he gives zero fucks on who he trades. Anybody, dude. At he all. doesn't care about anybody. He saw firsthand in the late 80s how the Celtics did not pull the trigger on trades for Larry Bird, for Robert Parrish, and he saw how much it, tripled, it crippled the franchise. Mm-hmm. And he has emboldened that. He's embodied that as a GM. You and now he's just it. like, fuck it. You think about it. Last year, right? Number one seed. Made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. We only have four returning players. It's yep. insane. We just blew it up and somehow we got either lateral or better based on based on your I perspective. Say, I say way better. If you just look at youth alone and, and, Irie, and, and Kyrie fits, like in my opinion, going forward, like the first year might be a little bit of a learning curve. I still think no matter what, we're going to be in the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference Finals or maybe the NBA Finals. So My money, which I'm actually going to talk about a little bit later, is definitely on the Celtics to get to the Finals. And Craig, My, you, you, you actually brought this up based on the production notes. Um, did the Celtics get better, right? So offensively, I would say probably yes, right? I think that Kyrie is better in terms of durability. He's a better. He's better at passing the ball, I think, than it too. Which mm, it is. He hasn't shown. They're both not the greatest. But he hasn't I give shown them, a constant ability to do it. I give him a passer. slight. I give him a slight edge, though. But but I think LeBron no. James. I'm telling you, I think LeBron James messes so much of the perception up. Defensively, we got worse. Defensively, we got. worse. I disagree, dude. I just and say his height, his height alone means he can't be isolated on the post. And no. rebounding. 
we got lot and we got worse. We did not ad- we did not address the How issues of defensively and rebound. And rebound. Well, How did over we address the, over that? the course of the off season? Over You're the, just saying in general. In, in, in course. You're saying why? Who is the rebounder that got us a lot worse? That we lost. We haven't got. See, any I, like, I like Marcus Morris. I like Aaron dude. Gaines honestly, for rebounding, but we lost Avery Bradley, probably the best rebounding shooting guard in the game. And Crowder was—he's soft, man. He was. I, I don't like him. He, I would have booed him too. Crowder, I would have cheered for Listen, Crowder's a role player. Like he's. I, don't get me wrong. For, as far as role players go, he's a really good role player. Like he's an above average role player. Like he's a below or like average starter. If you put him in the game for like thirty-five minutes. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna put Crowder. I, I don't think his numbers changed that much, honestly. Crowder, when you put him, and the thing is, you put him in a small ball four. He's actually pretty good at rebounding, so he can do all yeah, the dirty work for us. Yeah, because somebody has to grab the fucking rebound, though. Right, you, know what I mean? you, you like, do all the dirty work for us, right? Yeah. Marcus Moore is as much as I like him as as a as a player, as a rebounder, he's subpar. Yeah, he's not Al the Horford, greatest as a rebounder, rebounder subpar. Gordon Hayward, that's an rebounding actually, doesn't really above. matter that much nowadays, though. Yes. Really? If, <laughs> Did unless you you're watch talking the conference about, finals? No, but unless you're talking... Yeah, but you're talking about, what, Tristan Thompson and stuff? Yeah, so, well, yeah but, that, but look at... But okay, so you look at Cleveland's roster, right? And then look at Golden State's roster. Like, how much the rebounding matter then? They didn't... Fucking Golden State didn't miss. It wasn't, so it there's was, no rebounds to grab. Right, you're right on that. Because you, you know think about the better though, rebounds, like, Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, better rebounders it doesn't than matter. anybody they have It doesn't matter, State. dude. It matters how much, how well you could score the ball. That's all that matters in the NBA right now. be a change in the right guard. Now. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah, but no. There's <laughs> 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 too many aspects to the game these days. You don't come up with all the crazy stats and like analytical. Advanced like, metrics yeah, and shit. Like, no. There's too much to it now. All right, so let's end the segment. Because I know that the three of us had many conversations about Isaiah Thomas last year. What are you going to miss about him? Because we're Boston guys. As much as I like this trade, I had a lot of love for that little fucker. So He embodies everything that Boston's about, dude. Exactly. Which you said a little bit in your blog, which I completely agree with. Yeah, bite that He's shit. an undersized dude that pretty much no one gave anybody respect to. Was hated on his entire life. Didn't listen to anybody. Finally makes a sixth man. Was it Phoenix, right? We, we snatched him from. Oh, sixth man. Yeah, yeah, it was Phoenix. He, he had to work his way to even be the well, sixth had, man off re- the bench. He had a really good season with Sacramento. Signed with Phoenix. Got shoved behind Eric Bledsoe and uh, yeah, Goran Gertz. Be, behind people that aren't as good as him, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, has to play behind these jokers that he's better than. And then Boston trades for him. Finally gets him over here. The dude... Which he's he said multiple times, like he he loved Boston because we're the only team that gave an undersized dude like him a chance to succeed. You know what I mean? Like really believed in him, and he embodied that. And he, you could tell he gave everything he had every second. He didn't have he never took a playoff, and that's like so rare nowadays when you see a player like that. So I do think. In general, it's better for us moving forward, but I'm still definitely going to miss him because he plays with his heart on his sleeve. You know, talk about his sister dying, like going to the, like, he didn't have to do all that. Jesus like, he didn't Christ. have to talk about. <laughs> you going to take every you know fucking point from everyone? No, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't have to talk about what it meant to him. And, like, you know what I'm saying? He could have just. Jay, what are you going to miss about him? I mean, Thanks, Kyle. Craig. Kyle pretty much nailed like all aspects of yeah, this, right? Yeah, he's a cunt. What the no, fuck, but I mean, he <laughs> you know, did. I'm just he, good at what I do. He, he obviously gave his body to it. I mean, you remember uh, where he knocked his teeth out, right? Or when didn't hear that one. From <laughs> <you>. <laughs> when, he's, when he's driving in and he's getting knocked around there, and you know, obviously he has the hip issue now. But like that guy, exactly, he embodies Boston, and Kyle nailed it, right? When he was going through the adversity with his. Uh, sister, you know, passing away. Boston rallied around him. He rallied around Boston. He's exactly what Boston loves. And Kyrie, you're filling in on those type of shoes. Like, you don't have to be just a great player. You have to be that great type of person that we look to and say, hey, that's a Boston Celtic. That's an Avery Bradley. That's an Isaiah Thomas. You're filling in on that. So, I mean, with IT, I'm going to love him no matter what, even though he's in Cleveland and I fucking hate LeBron. I'm gonna root for him individually. So it's his last season there, so yeah. I, I couldn't agree with either of you more, even though you guys took all the points, but that's who he was. He was your quintessential Celtic. He you know, I would have loved nothing more than to see him lead us to banner eighteen and 
his number up in the rafters with Pierce's and you know, IT, thank you. Past couple of years were exciting and nobody expected that. And you spearheaded that and I mean, damn bro. And one we're, other, we're gonna miss you. One Thanks, other buddy. thing is I see I felt like this from the very beginning, honestly. He was the biggest cheerleader for us getting better. And I, I swear I seen that coming from the start. I'm like, this dude's gonna get traded. And Huge he's the one that's pushing too. for everybody, and yeah, he ends yeah, up yeah. getting traded. Like, how ironic and like not right that is, but it's just the that's way dangerous. things oh, go down. You know? can, I, can I just add, uh, fuck you, Chris Broussard, you googly eyed son yeah, of a bitch, on, coming man. out saying that he had problems in the locker room? You're come already on. being proven wrong. Go fuck yourself. He's a fucking joke, that dude. IT, this is for you. How do I say goodbye? The good time that made us laugh I'm waiting back Yo, what movie, what movie is this from? It's from a basketball movie, right? Shut up, it's dusty in here, homies. Oh my god. This, that was just amazing, by the way. Can someone fill me in on the movie? I know it's a movie, right? It's Boys to Men. It's Boys to Men, but. No, it's a, I know it's fucking Boys to Men, you idiot. I'm talking about. Is that in a movie? It probably is. Like Above the Rim, like no. some type. Not, not, above, the not rim, above the Rim. But, but a, a movie like that. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I could be making shit up, fans. Yeah, I don't know. I think can. I am. Probably are. Alright, let's move on I'll to do some our, research. Um, our season preview. After we spent half our fucking show talking about the Kyrie trade, which it's better than most of sports media today. Yeah, no. Pretty sure that WEI and the Sports Hub spent 12 hours today talking about no, this the No, the whole trade, entire so. show. Yeah. And we're way smarter than normal Boston people. A bunch of fucking And Felgrid Mass. We're way smarter than them motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. It, their callers, like, it was an abortion today of thoughts. Like, holy shit. It was like, oh, Felger. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I had a guy call in. Too. I had a, a guy called in today at like five forty-five. Yeah, he calls in because Maz wasn't in today. Calls in and goes. Oh, I thought you um, said you called in. I got no. I right wanted there. to. It was five forty-five. Yo, I'm gonna call in there and just pump our show and not even say any points. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> no, but this guy calls in. He's like, "Well, what nobody's talking about is the defense these guys play." And I was just like, "You need to get the fuck out of here, buddy!" <laughs> like everybody's talking about the defense. Call I'm gonna on. say the most obs- the most absurd shit in the screening just to get on the show and then be like, "Talk a bunch of productions." <laughs> Later. <laughs> not even a show a shout be, out. You're not part of the Well, show. they could figure it out from there. Flagrant fans. <laughs> Talk about productions. <laughs> All right. So season preview. We're moving on to the Pacific Division, specifically Pacifically. Pacific Rim. All right. Let's start with the Warriors. What do you have to say about the Warriors? Let's make it quick. Fuck Kevin Durant. All right. Jay. <laughs> They're going for 70 wins. I got hot takes for days. They gonna win. All right. They so the Warriors, so the Warriors coverage is done. Now the series, though, they added uh, Nick Young, serial cheater. <laughs> They're you all know, about character. Unfortunately, over there. he'll be in the Oakland Beach, San Francisco area, so he's either doing hood rats or gay people. <laughs> and I mean that in a very nice way. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Nothing is anything wrong with that. <laughs> all right, Phoenix Suns. I mean, I could just add to them and be like, they're going to lose, but let's talk a little bit about what they added this year. They're definitely going to lose the lottery again. No, I want them to win, and I want the Lakers to get number two, but that's for selfish reasons. I I again disagree with you guys. They have a lot of young talent that I really like. Devin Booker is... You've always been about young talent. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a budding all-star, Devin Booker. So, and then then, uh, it depends on what they do with Eric Bledsoe. Brandon Knight obviously is lost for the season. Um, but I, I really like that they're establishing that young talent right now. So we'll see exactly where they I, I, go to. <laughs> I open my um, browser and there's Lindsey Vaughn naked. Yeah. And that is Fans, because you of just your wait. Cookies. We'll eventually start filming this so you can see the absurdness <laughs> that's going on. But it's pretty horrible and horrifying. What do you think about the Suns Cup? The Suns are whack. I'm not, I'm not, I do like Blood Cell, though. I like them better when the moon is blocking them. Yeah, I like them better when they're 
not winning any draft lotteries and they're just getting straight freaking owned every time. I don't know. The Suns have no chance. They're going to be a horrible again. They're going to be a lottery lottery team again. Top 10 worst. Guaranteed. Well, I'm, I'm just really happy that uh, Brandon Knight trade worked out really well for them a couple of years ago because he's a quality player. He's um, Devin, right. Devin Booker is going to be <laughs> really good. Yeah, He can't play defense for sure. A lot of people don't like Devin Booker, though, for as much he's, upside. Well, he's not efficient. He's, he he's doesn't match today's Dwight NBA. Howard times two. That's what he is. There's you, Maybe they don't even, like him because there is a rumor that he has, like, a huge cock. Ooh. Hot he has take. no offensive game, right? Devin Booker? He scored what? 70 no. on the Celtics last year. Yeah, he destroyed us. the wrong person. Hold on a second. <laughs> you think about, like, Alex, like, you know, like, Alex Len? Is that who you're talking about? Dragon Bender? They got they got Holy Josh shit. Jackson too in the draft. So that was the guy that we were supposed to grab and we were like, nah, we'll pass. Yeah. There's, so, there's yeah, no, yeah, definitely. No and they refused to trade him for person. Kyrie. That's so. my bad. So anyway, so Devin Booker, before I was so rudely interrupted. He's a hell of a scorer. He's not efficient. He doesn't match today's NBA standards quite yet. Um obviously well, he's a shooter. At, well he's a shooter, but he's not an efficient shooter. No, he's pretty good. What his percentages, Jay? I'll look at his percentage right you look now. Like you have it off right the top? There. I'll no, fucking man. grab it. Guy. My cat's knocked the charger out of my tablet today, so I'm kind of like trying to preserve this. <laughs> what? Yes, what I does that order. even mean? My cat's knocked the charger out of my tablet. That is not like an innuendo. Like that's yeah, yeah, like no, I thought there was something. I thought there was a follow-up. <laughs> like they literally <laughs> stopped my tablet from charging. This episode's going straight to hell. <laughs> hey, Kyle, guess what you and this episode have in common? I don't know what. You're going we're doing, straight we're, to hell. <laughs> I thought we were doing the questions thing again. I thought so, too. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't no, know. No, we're not there. We're, we're not all right, there. All right. I thought the segment was coming <laughs> up. All right, I was so like, uh, Phoenix Suns, they go lose. Moving yeah, on. They suck. L.A. Lakers had a pretty intriguing offseason. They signed Contavious Caldwell Pope. He's a 36% three-point shooter, though. It's about a league average. 42%. He took all that time because he was thinking. 42% overall. 42 field goal. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty low. See? Jordan was like a 43 career. So Back in the 90s when it was defensive-minded and you could hand-check people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like true. He was getting his like Before they softened every as rule. he shot every time. True, yeah. Hand-checking got disallowed. The field goal percentage was 70 on us, man. I, nobody said he didn't score 70. Kyle said he didn't. No, I'm <laughs> I was explaining that to my brother. Kyle, Kyle thinks he's Dwight Howard. <laughs> I was thinking of the wrong person. I'm trying to figure out who I was thinking of. But anyways, I was explaining that Dwight to my Howard. brother who's stuck in the 90s and thinks that defense matters still. And I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. They changed every rule in the NBA to allow more scoring. Imagine if Jordan played in today's game. He'd score like 80 every game. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's not true. That's a wormhole. That's a wormhole I don't want How to much down. would he score? <laughs> His average would be like 46, I think. Seriously. Easy. He'd, score, he'd score a couple. Easy. And he still have like seven dimes probably. All right. On to the Lakers. All right. Lakers, as I was saying before, again, I was rudely interrupted. Nah. So they had a pretty interesting offseason. Obviously, they traded D'Angelo Russell. They traded uh, Mozgov. Got rid of that giant contract. They signed Contavious Caldwell Pope. Pretty decent 3 and D kind of, I don't know, two-way player. One year, $18 million. They're keeping that cap flexibility because eventually LeBron's going to go there because he's you know, a mercenary. He's a cunt. Um, they drafted Lonzo Ball, obviously, so they'll have his dad in the stands pretending, I don't know, probably like pissing off Jack Nicholson. This season, though, I, I just – I don't see them doing much. I don't see them getting over 30 wins. Do you want to know the most interesting thing about the Lakers in the offseason? No. What shoe Lonzo Ball was deciding to wear? <laughs> Honestly, that's the best that I got for the Lakers. Jay-Z came out and said he supports Big Baller brand. Well, of course. His dad's probably paying him or something. It's probably some <laughs> backdrop about that going money, on. Though. Yeah, Jay-Z probably has a capital investment in them. Yeah. Jay-Z, if I know that dude... He has to have some type of bias. Like he's his money is involved somehow. Yeah. He probably owns fifty percent of Baller Brand for all we know. <laughs> Seriously though, he 49%, bought nine percent. He bought. That. He was a partial owner of Brooklyn just to get them to Brooklyn, and then he was like, "All right, his season yeah. tickets back. Yeah. I'll just take my five million. He made like I he was like, oh, I only made like five million in like a couple of years or whatever offer or whatever. The dude knows how to do business. All right, so where are the Lakers going from here? Um, 
they're obviously looking forward to free agency next year. They've set everything up. The second they are able to buy out or shed that Luol Deng contract, they Which are, they will. No, I'm sure they will. The, all they're, all they're about is shedding their contracts and clearing space up because they got Lonzo Ball. They're going to be a top seven worst team this year again. Like, they're not going to be more than seven. There's no way. There's a, there's a lot of hype around the Lakers right now. They think that Lonzo Ball is just going to somehow magically turn it around. It's not going to happen, he's though. he's that type of playmaker. He's not, though. He's Listen, I do love Lonzo Ball because I love pass-first point guards, mm-hmm. but he's not going to do it in year one. He, no. Like, he's not. Like, his shot is all kinds of fucked up. He has a good vision, but he's going to need time to adjust to the NBA game, which is way faster. He, they're just not there. They have really nothing going for them, honestly. I can't see anything. They have, they have good young talent, right? Julius, uh, Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram. The thing, and Brandon Ingram, when he first came out, I wanted, I wanted him to fall to the Celtics instead of Jalen Brown. I wanted to get Brandon Ingram because I thought he was going to be a player. He was I did be too. a stud. Okay, I'm wrong on that, and I'm not wrong on most. I hated the Jalen Brown pick. I I liked Jalen Brown, but the thing is, I wanted Brandon Ingram over Jalen Brown. And him coming out and And the way he's played. Now you wish you could backseat that? Oh, no. Yeah, I wish I can fucking just. Well, you realize that. Nobody knew I said that on this this podcast. Until now. Until now. Well, you realize that Ingram is only two months older than um, Lonzo Ball right now. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he's younger than Josh Jackson. He's young. No, he still is really young. He's raw. He's. If you turn Not him sideways, you don't see him. Well, exactly. He's Ali McBeal of the yeah, NBA. Yeah, and those players, especially just rebounding, if you're just a rebounder... He's not just he's a rebounder. Playing, he's, playing rebound a small, have to do with he's playing a small forward position. Oh, no, if you yeah, think he's, about a, that, he's a flex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about him in the NBA, think about what wins championships. It's wings. Yeah, the flexes. And the three he, has, he has zero... Like, like I can probably take my hand and just wrap it around his fucking bicep. Like, that's how weak yeah, he is. There's, there's just no mass. He weighs 195 pounds. He's Yo, six foot, like, nine, I That's think. also something that's huge in the NBA now, too, because those players are slowly It's not, still a physical game. But his body will never but I'm saying, have the physicality I'm saying that for. if you don't have physicality now in the NBA, like, everybody's so physical and so athletic nowadays that if you're... If you're like, or if you're real thin and you're coming in now, like you're you're gonna take years. It's not like the old NBA where they could develop. Kevin you Durant came in; he could only bench press 185. He pounds still can't three bench times. more than 185. The dude okay. could shoot the gym, the lights out, man. <laughs> That's what Ingram's reputation was supposed to be. Yeah. It's it's not. The strength definitely has something to do with it. And Kevin Durant, you ever see him his rookie year? He's, he's real solid. Thin. Like it, it seemed like it seemed like his jersey was actually gonna fall off. Yeah. In, Se- in Seattle, so so Kevin Kevin Durant's coming. He's put on the muscle. He's just extremely long. Like All his right. body type just doesn't show up. He's put on the strength. But yeah, he's also six eleven. You and beyond that, Ingram's almost six eleven too. Ingram Ingram's not. He's not an athletic dude either. Like literally, his only calling card is like, all right, let's see if he can do something offensively. Yeah. Ridiculously Shooting. long arms. Right, he's just long. He's still just raw. And he shoots. He shoots. He is over still mad everybody. raw. I, I, Jordan Clarkson, man, he's he's an underrated player, dude. We haven't even spoke about him. He's that's, an underrated player. They should probably move him. That's our next. Tank. That's their next We're talking like, about a dude Ingram's numbers. Put up nine points a game, and he shot twenty nine percent from the three and forty from the floor. It's awful. He's still so raw. He like had he's, no playmakers. He had no offense. He like, still has no playmakers, offense. though. Like, what I'm trying to say you is, like... just they, talk about how Lonzo Ball is a great yeah, playmaker. Yeah, he's also a rookie, though, in the NBA. No. So, anyways, back to Jordan Clarkson. No, just no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, right? And the, the whole thing is, the whole adage is that he's going to be able to grow. I don't know if he's putting in the work. See, that, that's where my concern is. Showing up out of shape to workouts and shit. Like, that's a little head-scratching, honestly. I don't know if he's putting the work. Jordan, I like I like the draft that they had this he's year. He's still though. only getting twenty eight minutes too. Yeah. Why is Ingram only getting twenty eight minutes? He's not ready. He's not, yeah, his body is not physically prepared. He can't make for it. The, you think? No. For like right thirty six. No. They're probably Hell like, no. yo, he's real thin, bro. Like if anybody gives him one elbow, he's done. Like Damn. Oh, his fucking sternum's gonna like shatter. Right. Clarkson. Clarkson. I see being the Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford type though. Yeah, and they're gonna trade him just like yeah. they did Lou Williams last year. You know, good for Clarkson, man. Yeah, he needs another change of scenery. All right, in, bet- in between all this talk about these teams, and actually, let's do one totals first. Where do you, where do you guys see the Warriors at this year? 
Do you, the are Warriors? They, are they breaking the record? How many How many did they get last year? Someone stat me. 68, I want to say. Good Lord. I feel like that was right. Might have been. You know what? I don't even need it. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with like 65, 64, 65. Is they going to take a downtick? Yeah, because they just won the championship. I think they're going to lose a couple more games like just, to pace, just based upon that alone. See, I was, they, I was thinking something very similar. They're probably going to rest saw, more. Like, well, until I saw the NBA schedule. Yeah, and it, that's going to be a lot easier, I think, on every team, well, yeah. especially the good teams. So, I mean, I see them 69. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Get it? I'm just gonna I got a, it. Thanks. Slight above that, I'm just going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with 70 wins. Damn. What's the record? 73. 73 set by, set guess who was a set by? G State. When? Two years ago. What was the record before them? Bulls. How many wins? 68. 72. Ah, you did good. You're two uh, out of three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know all some right. shit. All right, all right. That, no, they bring back a full team, so they, I, 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 they I added, think they're going to they get added back. pieces, too. Yeah. That's I mean, Nick part. Young is whatever he Nick is. Nick Young can gun. <laughs> Nick Young can gun. For more than groupies. Yeah. He can fucking cheat on white Australian bitches. Oh, yeah. Pretend to be black. Yep. Mate. He goes down under more than her. I feel like we do an Australian accent every episode. Why not? Just cause. All right. So halftime, we're doing, we are doing yes or no for players I've been waiting past for this. or present from the Pacific Division. You've nailed that all show. Yeah. How do you know? I said it wrong like four times pre-production, so to speak. We do pre-production, guys. Just saying. We do. This is not all just off the Pretty cuff. much we listen to Kyle complain. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> like we'll stop filming it because me complaining is a thing to see, honestly. It is. It's more annoying than it sounds, I swear. Nah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like uh, But he Seinfeld. brought batteries. It's like Seinfeld. George is angry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Kyle, start with a yes or no question. It's a Pacific Division, so it needs to be on one of these teams. Jay, go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. Kyle, that's your turn. Um, is he black? No. Wow. You th- everyone thought that was a dumb question. No. Wrong. No, one's, Wrong. no one thought that. Uh, did he play guard? Yes. Kyle. That's me typing stuff in. Jay, go again. I pass. <laughs> what? This is going to be an all me signal? Oh, my God. Uh, did he play in the 60s? Yes. I'm so confused. Come on. <laughs> this is so bad. I did he wear here. number 44? I don't know. <laughs> did he play for the Lakers? No. Is his last name a direction? No. Did he play for the Warriors? Yes. So you think my questions are dumb? No, not. those are good. Those are good questions. But you only had five teams to guess from. So. Yeah, well, my line of questioning is smarter than everyone's. You said you he didn't ask. For, you've asked one question, Warriors, right? <laughs> I have two questions. I said, "Is he black?" That's two. Okay, played for the Warriors. He's a guard, and he's black, and he's white. Oh, he white, 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 white. My bad. Actually, I think he was a small forward, to be honest with you. But he played like a guard. I knew you were going to pick some. Ding, 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 oh, ding, man, ding. see, the fans thought Kyle was going to win. <laughs> You're wrong. The Do you even know who, Ky- who Rick Barry yeah, is? Yeah, I know who fucking Rick Barry is. <laughs> who is he? He won the dunk contest, didn't he? No, that was his son, Brent. God damn it. He had two sons that played in the NBA, Rick, uh, Brent Barry the, oh, and John yeah, yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Barry. Both were actually Senior. really good three-point shooters. Rick Barry. He, but yeah. He uh, did the grandma. Uh, yes. Oh, yes, he did the bucket shot for free throw shot, like 80-some-odd yeah. percent. Amazing three-point shooter, known worldwide. Also an NBA Pretty champion. much the biggest prick that has ever played in the NBA. The biggest? Oh, That's a was, pretty bold statement. He was an asshole. He Talking was, about Isaiah Thomas, oh yeah, he was the old bitchy. one. He was bitchy with people. Magic was, Johnson, who you love. Fuck Magic Johnson. We're not on that right <laughs> now. And everybody loved him, and that's why I fucking hate him. No, so Rick Barry also changed his hairstyle about 47 times. Including Which a everybody in the point. NBA does. Every year, but they didn't have a perm. <laughs> he looked like Rocky. He perm. looked like Rocky in the mid '80s, before Rocky in the mid '80s. He's like feathered out, like in the fucking '70s. So he invented swag, pretty much. He, he was an NBA champion too. So he was. He was. And both of his kids went to the NBA. But that's that's, gotta say something. Wasn't that Wilt Chamberlain's fault? 
he did do something about that. He put, he played. He played a little bit. All right, on to part two of our season preview with the Pacific Division. I'm coming up with the next one, the next line of questioning. I'm just saying. You don't even look at the notes before you get here. Yeah, but I can still pick a player. That's easy. Yeah, fuck I could Google that in three seconds. Oh, fuck me. Um, literally. No. All right, so let's talk about the Sacramento Kings. I was horribly impressed with their offseason. I know we kind of touched on this when we were talking about summer events. They made some great veteran signings. They have some amazing young players. I love the Vince Carter signing. I actually really love the George Hill He's still signing. alive? <laughs> Do you know who he played for last year? I'm just kidding. Who did he play for last year? I know he got signed for Stop season. Googling. Who did he play for last year? The Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> That Memphis, was a, Memphis that Grizzlies. That was an accurate guess. There was no way Jesus you were actually Christ. trying to guess. <laughs> um, they signed Zach Randolph. So they pretty much, they're hitting, I feel like they hit their stride with every type of young player they have. They have Vince Carter there to mentor uh, Buddy. They've got George Hill there mentoring De'Aaron Fox. And they got Zach Randolph there, who I think would be a great influence on Willie Collins. Oh, yeah. Who Just I think some is, beer bottles. <laughs> He's a pothead, not He's a drinker. Pothead. He Let's threw beer straight. bottles at cop cars, too, just to let you know. <laughs> well, maybe they're trying to take his four pounds of marijuana. Yeah, well, they're allowed to do that, pretty sure. So, to go to your point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay, for interjecting. Yeah, uh, Zach Randolph, Scalabisier, uh, Harry Giles, Willie Cauley-Stein. He's going to be the, the mentor for all of them. Obviously, he's got to stop. Running from the fucking cops and having like all that marijuana on him. How do you think I mean, he got so fast? <laughs> Big Zebo. Uh, Vince Carter, right? Justin Jackson, guy out of North Carolina. He's molded his game to be more. He's going to be like a 3 and D player. Um, same thing with Buddy Heald. Pogon Bonjanovic. Uh, he's going to be there too to kind of be like that shooter off the bench. Well, he's, he's actually. Pretty well reputable in the European like section of the world. Yeah, well, that's, and he has a brother the, uh, too. Who's that's very the good. Continent of Europe, in case anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? but no, but he. So Drop he was over geography. there. He was constantly like one of the top five players in some of their best leagues. So he, it'll be interesting because the NBA style is going a lot more towards that European style of play, mm-hmm. where you're lining the perimeter and you're kind of going inside out. So I think I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. We haven't had that big of a European star come in in a while. And I, I, I love the draw, De'Aaron Fox, man. Swipe of the Fox. You're gonna watch that dude. He's gonna he's gonna be putting in work. Same thing with Frank Manson on the third. He's that bulldog. You want a guy as your third guard, which is what he's gonna be, third point guard. You're gonna want a guy like that. He's gonna come in. He's gonna compete. He's gonna fucking guard you all uh, the entire length of the, the court. Floor. Just fucking that's what you just want. go. That's and just, he's want. gonna body you up. He's he's a little ass dude too. He's just gonna body your ass up. So, do me a favor. What's up? How many wins did the Kings have last year? I'll look it up right now. Hold up. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Yeah, I know this is bad. All right, so move. So the Kings obviously made the right move, moving on from Demarcus Cousins. That was not working out. That was like a toxic relationship. Nobody was turning out well there. So as they move on into the future, they... 32 wins. Yeah, 32 exactly wins. my point. That's pretty much what I was trying to say. They're, they're getting a super raw I didn't even know you said anything before that. No, well, I didn't think it was going to take that long. I thought Jay would have it off the top. No, nah, I get a slow-ass computer. Yeah, yeah. No, but I usually get off the money, top. Bitch. Anyways, they're going to be about the same. I'm going to give them roughly like the same amount of wins. like Maybe like 36 which still puts them in them like if we're talking about the Western Conference, so that's like the super basement, right? Yeah. See, yeah. I, I think the West got too good for them to get to that many wins. To be honest, yeah, maybe with less, honestly, because they're dealing with freaking Houston, loaded, right. G State loaded, Clippers, Clippers. Let's move on to them before we run out of time. <laughs> Clippers are um, have had major shakeups. They obviously lost Chris Paul. Um, JJ Redick is now gone. They traded for Danilo Garnett. I can't even say that. I'm not Italian. What do you want me to do? Danilo <laughs> Gallinari. Um, you know, they're, I don't know, they're not looking so good. I think they're way out of the playoffs. No, nah, yeah, they're heading They're heading towards the lottery, I think. They're one Blake injury from being like a 25-1 team. No, especially if Blake goes down, then they're like super sure. fucked. But He's I think even if Blake makes it the whole season, there's, there's no way they crack 40, right? I'm thinking high 30s probably. 
Like at the, maybe at the best. They so that be, doesn't even put them at the eight seed, right? They're the mediocre at best. Yeah. But they don't make the eight seed, right? The West, they'll be a 42-43 win team, but they're not making the playoffs. Like I don't think they're a lottery team. They're they're like definitely – they're where you don't want to be in the NBA, purgatory. Exactly. They're like somewhere between exactly. basement and playoffs. People are high on this team, and I don't fucking get no, it. No, because they're stupid. It's, I just don't get it, man. Like they have a bunch of role players. They have Blake Griffin who's – you know, he's going to sneeze and then fucking be out for the year. Uh, DeAndre Jordan is not a fucking offensive player. They got your boy Lou Williams, who's, you know, what he is. And then Austin Rivers, I guess, is going to be the guy. No. Yeah, oh, my God. No, I mean, come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> mommy said so. <laughs> More like daddy right, said yeah. so. I'm fucking hold out on you, Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Clippers are bad, dude. They're just average. Really average, especially on the Western Conference. They're just going to be average. Dude, I think Chris Paul did more for that team than people realize. Yeah. Like, he... He prevented them like from like like from super sucking. tanking like yeah. what, now they're Chris Paulus like forget about it. They just they just don't have the talent. And I like Steve Ballmer as an owner too. I think his heart's in the right place. I think he's going to end up making that team into a legitimate contender. But not this year. They're just I don't know. He's, he's a little too nerdy too, man. He's kind of like oh my god, I love it. Like I'm pretty sure he flaps his like wrists up and down. I wish you guys saw me like fucking yeah. 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 Like he rubs his nipples like every time DeAndre like dunks it and shit. Who doesn't? Um, oh wait, what? What? We're still recording. Oh. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Three and so, D. Three and D. So this is our <laughs> new segment called Three and D, where the three of us are going to make a bold prediction about this division. So it could be anything. It could be the most absurd thing you could think of. Whatever prediction the other guy makes, so the other two are going to shit on them, and he has to defend himself. That's the D part. I go first. So Kyle, get your hand out of your pants. The D part is defending. Oh. Defending. He had to read it. He's, He's reading like, oh, it right now. Wait, oh, what? that's what D is. Okay. You I go first. first. Yeah, bold oh. statement, right? Bold statement. I want to hear it. All right. Lakers make the playoffs. Ooh, I fucking hate you. Right oh, now. my God. Why? Because no, Lonzo Ball has his own shoe? No, not because he has his own shoe. Because I think as a team, they're going to gel together. And they have good defenders. They'll be able to sneak in on the eighth seed. No, I disagree wholeheartedly. Lavar is going to go into that locker room, and every time that Lonzo fucks up, he's going to shit on everybody. Luke Walton's going to get one of his groupie whores to go after Lavar. He's going to break up the marriage. Lonzo's going to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> this is all unsubstantiated. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I, I honestly believe that they, they do have the ability to take that step forward especially if Julius Randle who is uh one of those guys who can give you a triple double every night if he's motivated so and and Brooke Lopez although it's just a salary dump that is a big addition for them so nah you say nah nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying <laughs> no to everything right what's there. your counterpoint I was gonna go with my point are we still uh you gotta, wait, you gotta wait, shit on still, me you ain't shit on me yet no, the league is a horrible. Everybody is horrible in that division <laughs> besides Golden State. <laughs> That's no, no, none of that crap that you just said. All right, all right, all right. Hold, all right. So my bold prediction, right? Which maybe isn't that bold. Whoa, whoa, but wait, wait, wait. It's the best I got. Wait. Okay, go. That's our producer, guys. <laughs> just saying. So my bold prediction is, G State is obviously going to be number one, correct? That's not very bold. Yeah, that's not bold, right? <laughs> but the other four teams are all going to be lottery teams. Top 10 worst. It's also not that bold. No, it's not that bold. That's so what I'm defend saying. yourself. So defend yourself for why you came up with such a weak comment. <laughs> the other fucking teams have no talent. And G-State's just going to beat up on everybody. It's among the other teams in the Western Conference. Don't look at me like that. I mean, it's not that bold. It really no, isn't. No, it's not. I just said it wasn't that bold. Really Yours is just bold. dumb, though. Lakers. Well, you're supposed to disagree. Be like, nah, the Lakers are making the playoffs. <laughs> outlandish. So you're just like, oh, the Warriors are going to win. Nobody else is. No, I said they're all going to be lottery teams. Take. I'm just going to shit on that take. All right. All right. It's not that good of a take. I'll shit on myself, too. <laughs> Better than your take, though. <laughs> fucking Lakers make the playoffs. Oh, you want to bet money on that oh, now? Oh. Could just, I'll like, bet you three hundred dollars right could just now. Be that dropped. Drew. You could just be dropped on this planet and just say, "Oh, the Warriors." 
<laughs> I'm gonna be the only one that oh, winning. It takes so division. good. You want to bet five hundred bucks on it huh, while you're having a baby? Are we already back to the betting? Are we back to the betting again? <laughs> My life's about betting. You've, you left the casino like four hours ago. You're already back to betting. You say you weren't here for one reason, but I know why you aren't here. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I was looking up stats. <laughs> Fucking guy doesn't hit on the craps table three times. It shows up 45 minutes late for his podcast. All right, what's your bold prediction? My bold prediction is though, I can't wait to hate on you. Is that Kevin Durant is going to score over 20 points per game? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> All right, Kyle. I, I meant Craig. What's your bold prediction? Wow. <laughs> I'm not even going anymore. All right, my bold prediction is that Blake Griffin is going to be a top three MVP candidate. Holy year. fuck. Wow. If he plays more than 50 games for once in his life. Wow. He will, though. But he's not. He just got fucking three hundred million. You're gonna show up after you get paid that much money? Yo, no. Gingers shouldn't win. Yeah. MVPs. Gingers have no souls. They're not gonna show they up. They shouldn't win MVPs. Can Can we just respect Dave Cowens for like five seconds here? No. I thought you were gonna go Bill Walton, but I was yeah. gonna go Bill Walton, but that's cliche. <laughs> yeah. Well, cliche works sometimes. Listen, they said that Blake Griffin broke his hand by punching his best his friend, the trainer. I think that he broke his hand because he slipped off beating his dick too hard. Yeah, hell yeah, he did. And it just fucking hit a door, and he was done. And I think that's what's going to happen. Well, this I year heard too. that he only stumbled while he was beating his dick, and it's so big that he just kind of hit the ground with that it. That is incorrect. Because he's at the top no of his stroke. No ginger has a big dick. That's what you quote-unquote heard, Craig? That's, all right. <laughs> so Was he doing it on your back? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and you guys know how I have the smiley face on my yep. leg. I got one in the middle of my back, too, I bet for you, Blake. I bet you do. Lob City. Anyways, <laughs> let's direct our... <laughs> Jesus. Let's direct our anger towards Jay... Or wait, towards... What? I'm the one that just Craig, talked. Craig, what? Who just talked? You look like a retarded gamer with those headphones. <laughs> I played uh, the game. <laughs> All right. Next segment, as we move towards the end of our episode. Thank God. Is um I got five on it. Where if you don't remember from last time, where we shittily explained it, kind of yes. like we did everything last episode <laughs> and this one. We are picking attributes from NBA history. It could be anything. It could be a skill set. It could be being a pothead, like it was last episode. This week we chose playoff heroes, and we're picking a starting five. Usually it's supposed to be four of us on a wild card, but again, JJ's a cunt. <laughs> Love you, buddy, Sucks, but dude. kind of a cunt. Um, so. I think we'll pick two wild cards. This one shouldn't be too hard, though. So our playoff heroes, people that did big things in the playoff moments. Hopefully, we don't get too cliche. We all know Michael Jordan was a fucking beast in the playoffs. No, I'm not going that cliche, though. It is what it is. So Shout out to Dave OG. It was requested. We'll get in a second. I promise it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it coming? This is, this I had the is, wrong thing plugged this in. Is like my, this my is like God. my sex life. He's I promise. so hammered, he put the wrong thing in. I'm not even hammered. Alright, we'll edit that out later. Yeah, yeah. Edit it out. <clears throat> totally edit it. All right, so... We're not going to edit it. <laughs> no, God, no. It's funnier that way. Who would like to be the person that's I'm going to go first. I'm going to be cliche, but not like super cliche. Yeah, always going first. Not like Jordan cliche, but like... All right, I'll just talk. Just tell us so, tell us I'm going to go with 2004 Eastern Conference playoffs. I think it's 04. I might have fucked the year up. Whatever you the say The New Jersey is. Nets... The Boston Celtics, when the Celtics came back from 22 down in the fourth quarter. Shit, I was close, man. I was close. 23 down. Anyways, Paul Pierce, the whole Celtics squad against Jay Kidd, his squad, which I hate still, came back from, was it 22 20, down? 23 down at the start of the fourth. Yeah. Um, the most epic comeback playoff history. Paul Pierce, my favorite player of all time. Already said that on the podcast. He was a beast. They pretty much missed like zero shots in the fourth quarter. My, so we're picking two, right? No. We're going to do a wild card, too. We'll do so a that's wild the card one. coming back. All around. right. So that's mine. Yeah. Um, a little bit cliche, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go Jerry West uh, for the NBA that finals, actually. 
because he's the only player in NBA history to win the finals MVP on a losing effort. Um, he actually averaged way back in, I believe it was 69, 1969, averaged 38 points a game, 4 re- 4.7 rebounds, and 7.4 assists on a shooting percentage of 49% from the field. And that was with uh, Will Chamberlain on his team, and Bill Russell obviously got the better of the two. So he, he he's my playoff performer there. See, I, I didn't think I would make it this far with this one, but big shot Bob, Robert Horry. Yeah, he's awesome. Probably the least talented player of this group, but mm-hmm. this guy was clutch. In the mid-'90s, he was hitting clutch shots in the finals with the Houston Rockets. He did it again with the Lakers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hit that huge shot against Sacramento in the finals with Shaq, which is the most underrated thing Shaq has ever done, is tipping the ball out off a miss to Horry. <laughs> it was my favorite like pan out arena moment of all time was Hori hitting that shot. And I fucking hate the Lakers, but watching him hit that I shot and the heart. crowd go insane. Yeah. I love that Kings team, man. Pedro and Chris Webber and Mike Bibby. Like I love that team. No, no, that Kings roster was ill. Yeah. They're unbelievable. They, they threatened I mean, the can, Lakers dude. Can the, I just, I, I wish that he played, but Tim Donahue deserves an honorable mention to like get on this team. Tim Donahue, for those of you that don't know. For all the fucking... I know what that's all about. He's a cheater. Motherfucker shaking bets, making moves, my boy. (laughs) Shout out to Tim Donahue. I I mean that in a bad way, but Kyle obviously respects him. I'm saying if I knew his fix was in, I would be rich. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Anyway, so big shot, Bob. Then you go to the 2005 um, San Antonio Spurs playing against the Detroit Pistons. True story, I'm on a cruise after graduating high school. Watching this in a room full of people, I'm pretty much the only person going for the Spurs. Everybody loved the Pistons. I watched Hori hit that shot. I started jumping up and down. I spilled a drink on me. My little brother convinced the girl to come back to the room because he didn't trust me to go back to the room. I got laid because of Robert Hori. That's why he's my all-time favorite. Not because your brother, huh? No. <laughs> That's how little no. respect you give him. Shout out, shout out to my brother, too, for the assist. He's like, you should probably bring him back my to the My wild room. card is your brother. <laughs> Best player performer right yeah, there. Hell of a performer. Great so can I man. pick, hey, what's, what are the rules? Can All right, pick? so, so let's, let's discuss a couple guys. Since our last section, and, you know, we have a couple, uh, Still got two spots couple left. minutes. We have two spots left. Let's all throw a player out there. Let's choose two out of the three. Okay. Wait, I'm so confused. Go ahead and choose a player right now. Any player of any time? Yeah. I'm, what, on what, playoff performer? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. So what two should we have on our team? <laughs> <laughs> Why was he clutch? Why was he a playoff hero? How was he not clutch? He's the most... He was dominant. He, he... was not clutch. He wasn't a hero. No, he was clutch because he scored the ball every fucking he's... time he got called it. called himself Superman. He's a hero. He is Superman. Oh, God. What? What did I say? <laughs> is this what it's like being in a relationship with you? What I do, baby. <laughs> so sorry. I'm only right. Um, I'm gonna go a different route with this. It's probably somebody that you guys haven't thought about, but uh, I'm gonna go Dirk Nowitzki. Ooh, I like that. You hated on me for Shaq. This dude talked about Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki carrying people when he when he goes against a team, a super team. Okay, and it's just him and the Which ghost of, of the ghost of Jason Kidd and Jason Terry. Nobody I'm gonna gives, put him there. Nobody gets Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler needs way more credit for that. No, t- Michael Finley was long retired during that. Was he on his oh, run? Oh God! Uh, who's num- the 2011 who's championship. Yeah. Who's his number two? That In year? terms of scoring, is it Josh um, Howard? It would have. It, nah, it might have been Howard. Josh Howard. Man, he Jason didn't have Terry. a long stint in the NBA either. Howard. No. Very strange. He had, I think. He, he had a weird defect when actually his his. He was bow legged, so like it was weird for him. So he liked the pot, right? Now I'm I'm gonna go Dirk Nowitzki for that actually. So all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with uh, with Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, the man who hit oh, game winning shot with Jordan, who came in with the San Antonio Spurs, came in with the San Antonio Spurs, and hit not one, not two, but. I'm pretty sure three or four. I don't know, I'm not even sure the number. Clutch three is okay, in their o, shush it, in their o three finals run. He throughout his career was hitting big shots. He was your 
you know, he was your role player. He was your three-point specialist. That's what he did. So, I don't know. I, I went a different route from you guys, apparently, but I like my role players. I like, yeah, I like guys who are just kind of dominant based on a particular – they were going against yeah. a super team. So but You look at it, though, we got a pretty solid start, starting five. You know, you got Kerr, yeah. you got Pierce, you got Dirk Nowitzki. We're not doing Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, no, you have to do Shaq. You can't just not no. – Yeah, we got five on it, and – you're six That's fucked up. He just, he just forgot about my Jerry West. Yeah, I no, didn't get Jerry, to Jerry West, West, the whole yeah. famer. Yeah. Pierce is our small forward. Nowitzki's our power forward. Steve Kerr's our point guard. Or Jerry West is our point guard, either or. Okay, I'm going with Jerry West. <laughs> <laughs> he dribbled up to his nipple. Like, he would have been fun. He's the logo, man. All right, so what are you guys thinking for next week? Where should, where should we go with uh, our division? So we've done the southeast, we've done the northwest. In I, the light, I mean the Pacific. I chose the two that we. Decided Wait, do we have to do by conference, or do we have to? Uh, I'm gonna go with. I say we do Atlantic. Why don't we do Atlantic while we're at it? Go through our boys. Nah, I want to save that for last. Okay, okay so why do you ask questions then? So let's do uh, Southwest. Southwest, I like it. That's one of our stronger ones. All right, we look forward to seeing everybody next week. Hopefully, there's more big news happening. Thank you, guys.